0: These last couple of weeks, I found myself very much inside of my head. You see, I was having a hard time being able to see things clearly, and I was feeling stuck, I was confused, and had several situations present themselves to me in ways that I didn't think I could handle much more. You see, I forgot the tools that were inside of me, the ones that I usually have, and the ones that have served me well. Guess what happened? Because I became stuck, I actually reverted back to old patterns. I allowed the ego to lead the show. The ego, it wanted to keep me safe and it did its best in protecting me. And my allowing this resulted in feeling fearful, depressed, and I had various emotions and a lot of anxiety. And so it wasn't until I pressed the record button that all of this information came through about our truths versus illusion. And the collective animal energy was able to share this divine wisdom, guidance, and inspiration as well. I found, though, that during that recording that I did, that that information was for me. Because I was so much stuck inside my head, I needed to work it through. And so the collective animal energy was able to help me do that. So what I decided to do was I decided to do a 2.0. So that first recording was a 1.0. And now I'm here in 2.0 because the energies and the information that the collective animal energy brought through was not only for me, it was also for you. It was for us all. It was for everybody who's open to receive. So in this episode, and I'm going to call it 2.0, you're invited to come and be a part of something that will change your life experience in finding your truth. And so come learn about the illusions we create in our life experiences and become empowered by learning how you can change those illusions to become your truth. For when you are in alignment with your truth, the game changes. Clarity is seen. Calmness is felt. Joy is known. And so much more. The Illusions We Create 2.0 Let's dive in and learn from the collective animal energy. Hi everybody, it's Mary Beth Haynes and I'm the gal who speaks with animals and the host of the Awaken With Animals podcast. Awaken With Animals is a collection of inspiring channelings from the animals themselves and messages of guidance from them, those that we call our friends. They delve into the heart of the mind body spirit and soul and along with friends some old some new i'll be having impactful conversations with other like-minded people who share a variety of profound experiences that animals and other sentient beings have brought to their lives anything from the journey of healing to the celebrations of life there's an animal who has a story to tell a lesson to teach us and a gift to provide to us all This podcast promises to bring you uplifting inspiration and divine loving guidance. I'll be calling upon the collective animal energy, animal spirit, and the beings of light to match and join our vibration. I will channel messages of love and hope as well as help you with your own connection to the animals in your life, in nature, and more. We'll explore all of this with our heart's authenticity and our soul's growth in a space of divine wisdom and love always. So be prepared to be amazed at just how profoundly deep an animal's message can be, why they are here to assist humanity and to learn just how many blessings they have to share with you. It is my heart's intention that as we awaken with animals, we will activate a deeper and meaningful life. Hello and welcome friends. It is Mary Beth Haynes here and I am the gal who speaks with animals. And I have a question to ask you. (laughs) I giggle because, this question has so much to do with something that has been going on with me personally. So on a personal level, for myself, and to be truthful and to be honest, before I ask this question, I actually did a recording. I pressed, you know, that record button, went in, did a whole episode. So there's a company that I use. They're called Kushal Marketing. And they do all my professional editing for this podcast. And they are simply amazing. So I'm putting a plug in right here right now for them. If anybody here is interested in doing a podcast or know of somebody that's doing a podcast, there's a lot of work with editing and putting it together. And so with that, I'm just starting out with a plug. For some reason, it's just coming naturally. So I'm just going to go with it. Uh, if, if anybody is interested in this or knows somebody who's interested in doing podcasting and needs support with that professional editing, Cashel Marketing is amazing. Just reach out to me, send me a message at thegalspeaks.com and I would be happy to give you a personal introduction so that you can get to know them better, uh, find out more about them and what they offer and see what goes from there. So anyways, Cachelle Marketing, thank you for all of this. So... Because Shell Marketing uh, spent the time and and did what they needed to do to get that episode that I had already done, already had recorded, and get ready for publication. And what happened was, normally I will kind of just listen to a bit of it, kind of see how things are and how things are flowing. And when I went back and listened to what I recorded, It didn't feel in alignment with Awaken With Animals. So it did and it didn't. So let me put it this way. Let's talk about how it did align. So it did align because I was authentic, right? I was authentic to, to who I am and how I was feeling at that time. It didn't align, though, to the energy that the animals were bringing through in that episode. Because when we connect through and when we work with the collective animal energy and call in the vibrations and the energies to support us during our time together during each episode, they had some really amazing things to share. But because my energetic frequency, kind of where I was at the time of the recording, it was, it, I, I, I actually think it was, it was an episode that was supposed to just be for me. It was supposed to be for me so that I could learn from it. So that it was good that I recorded it. It wasn't a waste of a recording or anything like that. But I was actually able to really come to some realizations, some aha moments. And and to get to a place where I could actually move forward from the space that I was in. At the time, I thought, you know what? Let's just go forward. Let's get it published. Let's get it edited and all that kind of stuff. So Cashel Marketing did their amazing work with editing it, had it all ready. And then I decided it just, it just doesn't feel right to be published in the way that it is. So I'm going to call this episode take two of that first episode because I still feel and I still really resonate highly with the message that was coming through from that episode. But I am much more in alignment to that message now. I'm, I'm at that frequency. I'm at that vibrancy. And so in this take two <laughs> recording, I will be sharing with you what came forward from that particular episode. So I I trust and I hope that that makes sense. So to start out with, this is all about the illusions that we create. It's all about connecting in with what is our truth and what is an illusion that we've created as what we think our truth is but really isn't and I know that's a big mouthful so I'm going to kind of break this down so when you know this is 2.0 when I was recording 1.0 I was at a stage where I just was having a really hard time getting out of my head so at the beginning of this episode I had said to you I have a question to ask you And then I said, and before I do, and then I kept going on and on about all of this. So now that we got that foundation underway, I'm coming back to that question. So the question is, do you ever find times in your life experiences where you are having a heck of a time getting out of your head? And what I mean by that is that your head, your mind, your ego, all those inner parts of you are consuming everything. So you may try and relax or you may try and do things that are of relaxing nature or going out and grounding into the earth or anything like that. But you're still having a hard time because as you do it, your head just won't stop that monkey chatter, right? It won't stop that mental chatter. There's something in there that's been bothering you or you just feel it. Um, As an empath, a lot of times I feel things from other people and it takes practice for me to learn how to turn that down and to realize that that's not mine. And when it's not mine and I take it on as mine, I'm not helping myself, but I'm also not helping that other person or those other people. Because if I'm taking that from them, I'm not allowing them to be able to move through their authenticity to what they're going through or what they're moving through at that time. So, a lot of times, when we kind of get in our heads, we're unable to get out of our heads. So, we need our heads, right? We need our heads. Our heads are very much needed. We need our mind. We need all that to be able to get through our day to day. We need all those synapses and all those parts. Our egos are here. They, they have a purpose, right? And they do the best to keep us safe. They, our egos do the best to keep us in a, a space of something that would be comforting to us, uh, protected, safe, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes when we spend a lot of times in our heads and let, kind of let that run the show, we forget about that space in our heart, our heart center, right? That, that space of superconscious truth, that space of that actual truth and divinity, and that space where, where that truth, where love's light resides and where we can connect to love's light. And so when I ask the question, have you ever, do you ever find it challenging to sometimes get out of your head? Right To be able to move away from that and get to that, that parasympathetic state where you can actually relax and heal and come back to neutral and so that you can work through it, whatever it is that you're working through. So it's an interesting question, isn't it? And so when we go back to 1.0, the recording that I did, I was very much in my head. And I couldn't get out. And what happened was I started reverting back to old patterns. And I was, you know, the head and all of that stuff, the constructs of the mind kept, kept running the show. And normally, it may take me some work, but normally I can get myself out of that state. But this particular time in the 1.0 recording, at that time of the 1.0 recording, I couldn't get myself out of that state. I got the nudge that it was time to do another episode and, you know, hit that record button, started going. And it turned out to be, you know, wonderful. And the animals and the collective animal energy was able to bring forward some wonderful stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, They brought that through in 1.0. The thing is, though, is that I just the energy of myself and and the authenticity of alignment that I really wish to be in these episodes was not present and you know how when you feel something and it's just like it's just not working it's just not right it's just not what it what it's um wow how should I say this it's it's I always like to ask what will be in the highest and the best for everyone. And it's just coming forward to me that that, you know, to publish that particular episode would not be in the highest and the best for everyone. Now, again, I'm really glad that I did record that episode because it wasn't the highest and the best for me. It was in the highest and the best to go back and hear what I said and to understand that, you know, the space that I was in at that time, that I was able to work it through. But that was something that authentically, authentically, I guess the word I'm saying, authentically, was for me to do privately. So I was meant to hit that record button, and I was meant to work all that through and to do that. But it's, I think that's more of a personal episode for me to awaken with animals. And so now in this particular recording in 2.0, I'm fully in alignment and the the energies are aligned and all of that authenticity is here and present so that I may share with you what happened in 1.0 and to share with you what the collective animal energies have shared with us. So coming from that space of, you know, being in our heads and not being able to concentrate on other things or be able to move through something because, you know, Something is so strong within us that we we can't seem to work it through. And therefore, our ego tries to keep us safe and our ego tries to protect us. And all those inner parts and pieces of us come forward. There are many different parts and pieces that we hold in us. We, you know, myself, I am Mary Beth Haynes. I am a soul in the body of Mary Beth Haynes. As part of Mary Beth Haynes, I have my personality and who I am. I also have a little child Mary Beth of me. I have a 12-year-old of me. I have a 15-year-old of me. I have a 25-year-old of me. I have an inner protector of me. I have an inner critic of me. I have an, uh, an image designer of, you know, that comes forward sometimes wanting to make sure that I, you know, uh, like an image consultant would be. They would, they would want to make sure that you were dressed the right way. They want to make sure that you had the proper image to what you were doing. Well, I have that part in me that comes forward sometimes that says, are you sure you're, you know, looking the way you should be? Are you sure you're, you know, doing the things to make your image how it how it should be? And I know that these are all parts of the ego. Right. But they all come forward in all their little roles and they come forward and they come out at different times. The protector in me comes out sometimes when I feel like I'm not safe or I feel things come up from, you know, another time where I didn't feel safe and then they come forward in the present moment. And then before I can realize that this is from the past and I am in the present, that inner protector comes up within me and says, no, 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 you're not safe. I must protect you at all costs, right? So our ego can... Can help us but sometimes our ego comes forward to help us in ways that we we can realize that we are safe right it wants to protect us because we feel like we're unsafe so it'll do everything it can to sabotage things or you know block things out or things like that and that's how come we can sometimes become stuck in our minds and so when we get in those situations The whole point of this 2.0 episode is to talk about the illusions that we create. Because when something happens in our lives, we have many things that we experience. We have experiences of things that are fun and joyful, um, happy times. And we attached um, those feelings of joy, happiness, fun to those experiences We might have other experiences that don't feel so happy or joyful or fun. We have, might have experiences that are very scary. We might have experiences that have been very hurtful. We might have experiences that have been, you know, come forward that teach us a a paradigm where we're not safe or if we do this, we'll never be able to succeed or You know, I'm just, these are just things that are coming forward right now without thinking. And so the whole point of this is to be mindful that for every experience that we have in our life experience, so everything that we experience, we attach something to it. We attach a meaning to it. We attach an emotion to it. Oh, I remember when my sister came and visited and I remember when we went and we walked down this path in this beautiful little tiny town called Bayfield, Ontario, and I remember how it felt so magical. And so when I think of Bayfield, I attach this feeling of bliss and happiness and, you know, being carefree and spending time with my sister. Then there's another time where, in my 20s, I was leaving work, and as I was driving out of the parking lot, I didn't see a car that was coming. And so when I pulled out, I actually got sideswiped by this car, and it was my fault that this whole accident happened. And from there, I attached fear, not being able to drive properly, and the inability to be able to pull out into traffic. And so that was something that I had to work through because of the attachment I put to it. So those are just two examples, but when there's anything that happens in our life, like, trauma or anything, we will attach an emotion and experience to it. So anytime we hear that same subject come up, those inner parts of us will come up to try and protect us or, you know, block us or we could become stuck. So when we have those things that happen, we create, so right, we, we attach an experience We attach a meaning to the experience, right? And so what happens is we create what becomes an illusion or we create what becomes our truth. So going back to those two examples that I just used, and it's interesting how those two examples came out without even thinking. So that first example of my sister and I going down the path and spending time in Bayfield, Ontario, that magical, beautiful place being carefree and you know being able to walk in nature and do all those things together as sisters we had such a wonderful time and i had such a great experience i attached to that experience feelings of joy and bliss and relaxation and calmness right so to me that's my story that's attached to that so i can ask myself was that an illusion or was that my truth and to me that's my truth Because it was completely aligned where there was that bliss and happiness and all of that. That was my truth. That is my truth. So being that time with my sister and having that experience, that is my truth. Let's go to the second experience. Now the second experience was when I was leaving work. I pulled out into traffic. It was a four-lane road. I pulled out into traffic, not seeing the car that was coming. It It was hidden and actually created an accident um the person thank goodness she was okay but there was many people that were involved because there were other cars around they weren't part of the accident but they still saw it happen and from there and i was actually badly hurt And from that experience, I attached all those negative feelings like, I I shouldn't be driving, I don't know how to drive properly on these when I'm pulling out into traffic, um, I'm not good enough. All of those things I attached to that experience because it was my fault. And so to ask that question, is that my truth? Or is that an illusion that I created? And to me, that's an illusion. So number one... I made a mistake. That is truth. That is my truth. I made a mistake. I I pulled out into traffic when I should not have. I made a decision because I thought it was okay. It turned out that it wasn't. So yes, I did make a mistake. That is my truth. Am I not a good driver though? Am I not able to have the skills to be able to pull out into traffic to be able to turn left outside of a you know where I used to work I told myself yeah I can't do that that you know and that became a block for me and for the longest time I couldn't turn left I always had to turn right go somewhere turn around and come back but going back to that what happened was I created it as my truth that I couldn't do this anymore. I wasn't a good enough driver. I was going to hurt other people and all of this stuff that was coming forward. And so what happened was I realized that that was an illusion. It was an illusion that I told myself. And it took me a long time to be able to work that through. And when I still pull out, if I'm I'm where I live now, (laughs) I'm pretty good at being able to do it. But if I, say, drive to Toronto or somewhere that's really busy... I still will not pull out uh, onto those roads that way. I'll go right, and then I'll turn around somewhere and come back. I'm still working through that, but I've understood and realized that that is an illusion about me not being good enough to be able to drive that way, not being able to um, make proper decisions, and not being able to, you know, uh, being stuck. Otherwise, I'm going to hurt somebody if if I do that again. That's an illusion I taught myself. I told myself because I taught myself that that was the attachment to that particular action. And so I share this with you with the invitation to talk about what is truth in your life and what is an illusion in your life. Both of these you have created. Both of these you have told yourself is truth and some of them are actually aligned as genuine truths and some of them are actually feeling like it's a truth for you, but it's actually an illusion because it's something that you learned in a way that maybe it was of a negative nature, uh, low self-confidence, inner paradigms. Maybe somebody told you, never do that again. You can never do that again. Look what you did, right? All of those things. And so With all of the happenings that are happening in the world over the last several years, and all of the happenings at the time of this recording that are that are happening in the world, you know we can even bring this forward to that and ask the question: Is this genuine truth, or is this an illusion? Because of who it is that's sharing it with us, or what attachment we are bringing it forward as? Right, because if we look at the newspaper. Or if we turn on the television and look at the news, the news will focus on all of the horrible things that are happening in the world. That's the focus of the media. The media is to focus on, at least at this time, the media is to focus on all of the horrible stuff. And when we watch that horrible stuff and we hear of the things that are happening in the world, that brings up stuff within us, right? At least it does with me. I don't want to speak on your behalf. Maybe you can ask yourself the question: what does the media do for you? Does it bring up feelings of peace? Does it bring up feelings of, you know, love and joy in alignment to truth? Or does it bring up feelings of fear? Does it bring up feelings of not good enough? Does it bring up feelings of scarcity and hopelessness and things like that? Because when we attach to that, then we can create an illusion of more. And so asking yourself what the things that are happening in your life and the different things that you are exposed to, news, um, newspapers, all that kind of stuff. Personally, I don't watch the news. My mom's my news. <laughs> Sometimes my husband's my news. Usually they'll, they'll share with me what some of the things that are happening And uh, because if I watch it, I just empathically pick up on so much pain and fear. But I've realized that when I attach to that pain and fear, then I create an illusion of more of that for me. When I find that I'm attaching to pain and fear, but I can ask myself, is this truth for me? Then I say, no, it's not. Because I do believe our world is full of love. And I do believe our world is full of joy and of positive And just because we're not being shown that on these sources, it doesn't mean it's not there. Because right now it really feels like if we just tune into the media and the newspaper and all that kind of stuff, that the world is in chaos. Well, there are some areas of the world that are going through some very, very tough times. Yes, and I'm not going to ignore that. There are a lot of areas of the world that are also not. And we aren't shown the areas that are not. And so when we can come together and we can unite and come in with that vibration of knowing that no matter what's happening, we can and will get through this. I don't know how, um, I don't know the steps, but I do know the end destination. And so when we attach that, that story to whatever it is that we're going through, we can attach to it as what is our truth. And what might be truth for me might be totally different truth for you. So my truth might be different than what your truth is. And that's okay because it will align with me and not with you. And you might have something that's your truth that doesn't align with me. And that's okay. So the whole message of this recording 2.0 in the illusions that we create is just to go over... The concept that every experience that we have, whether it's going through something, hearing something on the news, the media, you know, scrolling through social media and seeing things come up that that kind of sets us on a, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that happened kind of thing. We have a choice of whether... What we're going to attach to that experience. Are we going to attach what is truth for us or are we going to attach something else that will create an illusion that won't be true but that will continue us on a trajectory of fear, hopelessness, depression, all that kind of stuff. And so as we connect in with this, I'm going to pull us back because I know I talked a lot about stuff. I'm going to pull us back to the concept of and we'll keep it simple, right? Have you ever had a challenging time getting out of your head? Have you ever had a challenging time having your head kind of not be able to clear and, 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 you know, move through stuff because you're just so much inside your head that it, that it won't allow you to, you know, your ego is trying to keep you safe and protected and all those inner parts of you are trying to, you know, and all these old stuff is coming out and the different traumas and the different things that are coming forward for you. That's where I was when I recorded 1.0. You know, the last couple of weeks before that, I just could not get out of my freaking head. And I... Was able to understand through talking with the collective animal energies and understand the difference between what our truths are and what we create as an illusion. So, do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying we can say something, so, say something's happening in our life or in the world, and we say, oh, but it's an illusion, right? You know, I'm not saying to you know, filly-fally it or to poo-poo it or anything like that, there are people going through some really, really rough times right now. The thing is, is that what we attach to it and how we choose to move forward with it, we can either do it in our truth or we can create an illusion so that it will create more fear, more poverty, more trauma, more this, more that. So the choice is ours. We still have to go through the experiences that we go through. We can't ignore them. If we ignore them, they're going to come back and find us anyway, the experiences. They keep coming back to bite us until we deal with them, right? However, we can attach a truth, or we, which just truth to us, so a truth to you. Or what you can do is you can create more to it and make it an illusion. And have it snowball into something much more huge. Such as what was happening with me. With being stuck in my head. And not being able to work through those things. Because I attached something that was an illusion to them. And not of my truth. So I share this with you. And you may have to listen to this again. You know, I, I, I'm i just speaking this out. I don't know what this is going to sound like in this 2.0 recording. Uh, however. It is my heart's intention to be able to share this with you, to be able to you know, offer an opportunity to be able to, to look at this. What is truth for you with the things that are going on in your life? And what is an illusion that you created from it? So there could have been a happening, whether it's present, whether it's past, whether it's on the news, whether it's in the newspaper, or anything like that. What is truth for you? And for the attachments that you've attached to those experiences, have you created any illusions so that they're not in alignment with you and they are keeping you in fear? They are snowballing into increased fear, You know, low self-confidence, um, all of those things that come forward that we get stuck in. And then all of a sudden we can't get out of our head because we've got all this monkey chatter in there telling us, you know, we need to stay in that low vibration. So I'm going to leave that with you and trust that this makes sense and share with you with my heart's intention. And so again, going back to the recording 1.0, I did share with you a couple of things And of course, you haven't heard this because I didn't publish it. So I'm going to share with you again a couple of things in this 2.0 recording from the collective animal energy and the guardian animals of lightness that have come through to be able to help us as we work through the illusions that we create. And so the first one was before I had hit record in the 1.0, I had asked, I had called forward the collective animal energy, and I had asked them a, a really important question at the time. And when I talk about the collective animal energy, what I do is I connect in, and so the collective animal energy encompasses um, this 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 beautiful, high vibrational, loving energy. And I always know when I'm connected in because there is this. This, you know, to feel what love is like does not even, uh, to have a human feeling of what love is like does not even cover what this collective animal energy brings forward. The love is like, you know, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, infinityfold. It's just, it's such a, a beautiful, calming energy that comes forward. And so the collective animal energy comes forward as animals, animals that are here on earth that have... A wonderful soul mission in being able to support and assist us as humans. It comes forward as animal spirit and animals that are in spirit form that have come forward to assist and support in this way as well. The collective animal energy also consists of the guardian animals of lightness who are this amazing collective energy that I've been working with for the last several years. And then we also have some angelics and um, celestials and, and some beautiful beings that are in direct connection with the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. When I channel through, I set forward a really strong boundary. And that boundary to me is I will be open to connecting and channeling with the energies that are of the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. And sometimes during any type of communication sessions that I have with animals or things like that, sometimes lower vibrations have to come through. But I've set the boundary that if they do, they will come through this collective animal energy that is with the highest and purest love and light. Because that way, the highest and purest love and light can be the conduit in which that lower vibration comes through. And so just to kind of share with you Who the collective animal energy is, that is who they are. They are animals on earth, animals in spirit, the guardian animals of lightness, the guardian angels of lightness. There's some beautiful angelic, some beautiful celestials, and then the beautiful beings. Again, direct connection with the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. So the first question that I asked them was, how can I get out of my head? And I sh- asked this question because I'm like, there's just so much. How can I move out of my head? And I asked this on behalf of myself. They answered, however, on behalf of all of us. So I'm just going to share with you what they've said. And as I do, I invite you to take a deep breath. <sighs> Wonderful. If you're driving right now, you may want to uh, wait, pause this and wait until you're not driving anymore. If you're, you know, in a very busy situation where there's lots going on around you right now, you may want to pause this and come back later. And whenever you're ready, we'll continue forward. And this is the collective animal Energy's guidance in being able to support us when we feel like things are just getting, you know, too much, and we, we just can't seem to move out of our head and, and kind of get to that space of of moving through something. We join you, beloveds. We join you with so much magic. Magic that exists in your reality, in the reality in which you reside. Magic. Yes, you heard us correctly. Magic exists right where you are. You've come to us asking for assistance and guidance, because you say you are so much in your head, finding it hard to get out of your head, finding it challenging to move away from the constructs of the mind. And we come forward as collective animal energy to assist as you have requested. The magic that we speak of is something that is very much a part of you. It is something that you have within your entire being. The whole conceptualization of magic has been construed and changed and manifested into so many different ways, in different directions and positive and negative, and all of the different constructs of the minds and definitions of such. And we are here to bring you back. We are here to bring you back to what magic really is. Magic is the existence of the belief and the knowing of what you are is, what you think becomes, and what you create manifests magic is of love's light. Magic becomes love's light. And so we invite you to take a moment to move away from the constructs of the mind and we invite you to step into the soul's journey. The soul's journey comes to you in the form of a glowing pink sphere this sphere presents itself to you. And if you imagine this beautiful pink glowing sphere, this circular shaped sphere that comes forward to you in your mind's eye, in your imagination, whether you hear any noises, or whether you just sense or know or see that it is there. And we invite you to step into this beautiful glowing pink sphere. As you step into the sphere, notice how quiet it becomes. There is no more chatter. There's no more noise. For it is away from the constructs of the mind. You see, when the mind is active, so is the ego. And as a human being, yes, the ego is needed and necessary. But is it needed all the time? And is it needed with the intensity that it sometimes comes forward in and as? Now come on back to this glowing pink sphere. The chatter is gone. This is the space in which to sit, in which to spend time, and in which to create and manifest into your magic. Make this sphere what you want it to look like, what you want it to sound like, what you want it to smell like, what you want to be and see and do. And for some of you, that might be nothing. That might just be being, just being in this beautiful space of magic. Magic exists, magic is here and when you wish to move away from the constructs of the mind, your pink glowing sphere is here and ready at any time. Come step inside, become the magic and enjoy. We share this message with you. We join you in the Collective Loving Union as Collective Animal Energy. We embrace this magic together – blessings, love, light, and magic. as we come back from this beautiful energy that the collective animal energy has brought forward for us I feel so much calmer and I just love the energy and the vibration that they were able to bring through for each and every one of us so if you're ever feeling that you're stuck with something or that there's something that you just can't seem to get out of your head about that you know you need to work through This is here as a gift from them to you, to do at any time. And you are welcome to come back and listen to that as many times as you need. In fact, I think that if anybody would like a specific recording of just that, that you can listen to when you need to, so instead of trying to find it through this episode, you can actually have just that recording, just send me a message at thegalspeaks at gmail.com. Or go to thegalspeaks.com and use my contact form there. And let me know that you would like a recording of the Collective Animal Energy for episode 33. And I'll know exactly what it is and I'll send that to you. And they're not done. So remember how I mentioned that the Collective Animal Energy also consists of the Guardian Animals of Lightness. And the guardian animals of lightness followed up with a poem of love. I call it a poem because it came through that in in a way that a poem would. And it came through with rhyming. And so as we finish up our time together, I wanted to share this with you as well. Because it was something that they kind of followed up on to share a vibration of truth and love and healing to where we're moving forward next as humanity here on planet Earth and how we're moving forward in this world that we currently live in. Sometimes, when the rain has come, the earth drinks in its love. Sometimes, when the rain is done, the earth creates more life. Embrace this love. Embrace this light. Become the one you are. For we are one in unity, as blessed as we are. Fear not, fear not, believe and trust, the hurdles will come to an end. The journey of the soul's embrace is sheltered with love, our friend. Join in, come on, let's light up with light, stand tall, stand strong, feel into being alright. You've got this, our friend, our friend with cheer. For we cheer for you, and we are always near. Loving humanity, the guardian animals of lightness. on this note and on this vibration i want to thank you for our time together today as we talked about the illusions that we create the awareness that we can create and attach to the experiences that we have in life and we can attach what is truth for us or we can attach something else that becomes an illusion Knowing that any illusion that we create can always be converted back to truth. Maybe that illusion will serve us for a certain time. Maybe it's something we need to go through in order to learn a lesson or to be able to expand or soulfully grow into the next phase of our journey. Knowing just that we can change an illusion that is not of truth, we can convert it back or convert it over to what truth is for us is very empowering. And to just be mindful that we have access to all of this is very empowering as well. Thank you, dear and wonderful friends, for being a part of this episode 2.0 to be able to work together in this very topic. Thanking you, thanking the collective animal energies, and thanking the guardian animals of lightness for coming forward and sharing their wisdom, guidance, and inspiration with us all. Until next time, may you have everything that you desire. May the answers that you seek come forward for you, and may the learnings and the growing and the expansion of your journey come forward for you in a way always asking for the highest and the best, and in connection with the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light.